You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hope on the Homefront. Glad to have you here. I have Chloe Grace joining me once again because the minute I went to record, don't you know, she started to cry. So I'm hoping she will stay quiet, but no guarantees. This is how we've got to rock it right now though. Uh, So I don't fully even know what all I'm going to be talking about. And I feel like this keeps happening. I start to think about different things that I want to share on here. And I have lots of ideas. Lord knows he is always filling my brain with ideas and with thoughts. (laughs) I'm very passionate about a lot of different things. But then this is what ends up happening. I go through the course of my day and things happen that make me really, really in awe of the Lord or things happen that inspire me or things happen that humble me. And I'm like, I have got to get on the podcast and share about this. And so a lot of what you find me doing in this space is sharing from a place of overflow, is sharing from a place of giving you the encouragement that I have found in my day-to-day life. I have been there, I have done that, and I have seen some things, and then I want to give it to you as well because the Lord is so good. He is so good and he is so faithful to always meet us where we are in the ways that we need, when we need it. And so today I want to talk about something that happened earlier. I have recently started working out consistently Yes, I know. You're shocked. Go look for flying pigs. It might be happening. I don't know. But I have started trying to work out because the truth is, friend, I have been battling big time. I'm always one to be transparent and genuinely open on here. I have been struggling in my mind, doing battlefield in my brain over fighting lies of the enemy that is telling me I am worthless that is telling me I amount to nothing, that is telling me I am the ugliest thing that God has ever created. And I know that those things are lies, um, but there have been days, especially this past week, that I have been pretty crippled by the fight in my mind to counteract those lies with the truth of the word. Because sometimes our mind, our flesh, starts to believe and buy into the lies of the enemy. And I have sat there with my postpartum body unable to fit into my clothing because I'm nursing and my body is just different and changed right now. And I think you are X, Y, or Z. You are X, Y, or Z. And I do that every time I put on clothes, every time I look in the mirror and I find myself getting more and more discouraged. And so we've talked about it on here before. I'll say it again and again, probably until the end of time. That concept of be better, do better is so prevalent and so important. And I've had to apply that in my life 
every single day when I'm fighting these thoughts of I am worthless, I have to say, okay, no, that is not the truth. The word of God tells me, and then I quote scripture and I bring my thoughts, my mind, my feelings, my emotions, all of that under the authority of the word of God. And I let his truth be so much louder than the lies in my brain. And so I tell myself at that point, after I've brought myself under the authority and the submission to the Lord, I say, okay, this is how I've been feeling. This is what I've been battling with. Now, how can I do better and be better in this moment? And in what ways have I been doing my best and do I need to find my rest and my peace in this? And my husband has been so beautifully helpful in reminding me of that in moments where I'm just crying and I'm like, can I join a nudist colony because I do not want to have to wear clothes anymore. (laughs) He has not uh, been on board with that idea and I understand. Um, But he has reminded me, hey, if you are showing up and you're doing your best, you got to rest in that. And he's so right, like we've said before. Or he says, hey, if you have room to improve, then improve. If you can be better, then be better. Okay, yep, right on that. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> and so that's where I've been. I, I settled into victim mentality. I, I threw myself some pretty incredible pity parties over the past week. And finally, it was like, no. I can make the choice to do better and to be better. So I'm going to do that. And there are ways in which I am giving my best and I can't sit there and say that I'm failing if I have given my best. That's all I can do. I have to rest in that. And so that's where I've been. And it's important for you to know that because it's pushed me to begin working out. Long way of saying that. That was what started this whole thing. So I said, okay, I want to start working out. Well, what happens when you're a mom uh, you know, of any, any age or any amount of children, but especially like in my case, you know, a mom of four, they're all pretty young. And I'm thinking, I can't do this. I can't work out because I'm always busy doing for them. No, no, no. How can I make this work? Because I've known moms who have a lot more kids than I do and they make it happen. They don't make excuses. They make it happen. And so I've started including my children in working out. And that's been a really interesting, (laughs) interesting dynamic. Um, Sometimes it goes really, really well. Other times it goes very poorly. Um, But overall, it's been a blessing. It's been something we've been excited to do together. And it's been a good, healthy, positive thing in our family. So I've been working out with them. And what happens when this goes on is like, I have a goal, right? I have my wants. I have my desires. I have my goals that I have in mind for us to complete before I can move on and do X, Y, or Z. So I start working out and I start on the elliptical or whatever it is, and I just get focused. And a lot of times they'll just run around and play. Sometimes they want to join me. Well, sometimes things like what happened today occurs where my kids just come to me and ask me 50 million random questions, and I'm like trying to bust out a circuit, or I'm on the elliptical and I'm trying to do my cardio and I'm breathing heavy and I'm sweating a lot. And the last thing I want to do is have to answer, you know, why the sky is blue and why water is wet. Like, I don't know. And so uh, also what ends up happening is I will listen to podcasts or I will listen to the Bible on 
audio and I want to be able to focus. So whether it's because I am extremely exhausted and I'm overexerting myself in that moment, trying to put forth as much effort as possible to get the workout done, or I want to mentally be able to focus and listen to what I am hearing on my phone, the last thing I want to have to do is answer questions. So I can get honestly, um, a little short and be like, listen, this is my time to get this done. You need to go. You need to go, go play, go do something to entertain yourself or go work out um, over there, but please be quiet. That's what happens. So today was one of those days that they decided they wanted to understand why grass was not blue, why it was green. They wanted to know why dirt was dirty. Just all the things I didn't have answers for, nor did I really have the emotional, um, or not emotional, but the mental endurance to try and answer this. Uh, or the patience that was necessary in that moment to give grace and calmly respond to them. So they're coming in and out. I keep telling them, please, please, please just give me a moment. Well, at one point, at one point, I hear Brooke and she's just going on and on and on and on about something. And I have this podcast from Francis Chan playing, trying to listen, trying to pay attention. And it was like God just said, stop, listen to your daughter. Now, that was a moment that kind of shook me because he had to almost like snap to get my attention, you know? He had to to get me to stop what I was doing, to pause my podcast, and to intentionally turn my attention to my daughter, to stop tuning her out and really tune in to what she was saying. And the minute that I did this, it was amazing because I start hearing her say, I will never leave Jesus. I can't live without Jesus. Jesus loves me. Mom, did you know that? Jesus loves me. And I'm getting emotional because I sat there not even realizing, y'all, that my daughter was basically preaching a sermon from the weight bench. And I was so focused on trying to listen to this other podcast that I was missing. I was missing it. I wasn't hearing her. I wasn't seeing the beautiful fruit of righteousness being produced in my daughter's life because I was so focused on what I wanted in that moment. I was missing what I'd been needing, which was validation that what I'm doing in my home is making a difference. All those times that I have looked in the mirror and I felt like a failure as a mom, every time I have doubted myself in if I'm doing enough, if I'm loving them well enough, if I'm setting a good enough example, all the times that I have doubted myself and I've told myself that I'm a loser, I'm a failure, I'm not measuring up, God knew I needed to see for myself that that is not true. To not just read the word that tells me, but he goes so far as to give us opportunities to see it play out in real life. And he does that through experiences, circumstances, situations, or even people. And so there I was trying to listen to a podcast to encourage my heart, right? To uplift my spirit. And that's all good and fine and well. But what I really needed was that validation as a mother. And so when I sat there, And I listened to my daughter talk about the things of the Lord at five years old with such boldness. And she says with her her hands 
clasped into a fist with such excitement. She says, Mom, I will always tell people about Jesus. That is what she said. And she says, let us pray. And then my five-year-old sat there and boldly, boldly prayed for me. She prayed for me, for me to not be sad. She prayed for me to get strong. She prayed for me and our family and prayed for others around her. She prayed the most beautiful little prayer. And in that moment, I saw that sometimes we have to click pause. We have to hit pause on our wants so that God can supply our needs because he knows the depths of our heart. There are so many passages that talk about this. One of them being Proverbs 19, 21, which says, Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Proverbs 16, 3, Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. He declares it. It says plans for welfare and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. Proverbs 16, 9, the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 16, 1, the plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. I could go on and on and on. But here's the thing, friends. We have to be willing to give up good, good enough, okay, in order to embrace God's best. We have to be able to say, okay, I'm going to hit pause right now on this maybe good thing in order to say yes and to embrace and to experience God's best in my life. Because I can tell you from a mama's perspective today sitting there, or more like running on the elliptical, that my daughter in her two minutes of preaching and praying did more for me in that moment than a week's worth of nonstop playlist podcast episodes ever could have. Because we serve a God who has provided us the Bible, which is the living word of God. And when you think about that, realize that love is a verb, right? His love takes action. He is actively sitting on the throne in heaven right now. He is actively looking out for us, protecting us, providing for us. It talks about Jesus being at the right hand of the Father. He is actively advocating for us. He is actively atoning for our sins. Yes, Jesus died on the cross one time, but it is his pure blood that was shed, his sacrificial blood that was shed, the sacrifice of his perfect life being given that continues to atone for you and me today and for always. And friends, it is so important that we do not get caught up in this world, that we do not get so overwhelmed with the loud, busy noise of having all the things, doing all the things, promoting in all the different ways, making all the money, having all the materialistic things, that we don't get so focused on that that we end up slaves to our success, 
slaves to our wants. That we deny God's opportunity to give us the best because we settle for okay. Because we choose to settle for good or good enough. You know, the Bible talks about him spitting out lukewarm Christians. I encourage you, do not be lukewarm. Do not be lukewarm. Go after the things of God with an intense fire and passion because the things of heaven are the only things worth pursuing. Truly, at the end of the day, when we are buried six feet under and the dirt is tossed on our caskets or however you end up being buried, when we leave this earth There is not a single thing that we are going to take with us. But you know what? For those who believe, you will be building your kingdom in heaven right here and right now. You will be securing the different crowns and jewels that you will get to have with you in heaven through the here and now. Through things like faithfulness righteousness, long-suffering, patience, the fruits of the Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell in you and to produce fruits through you are all things that are going to contribute to that heavenly experience that you are going to have one day. And so that is so beautiful. And I needed the reminder today to be willing to click pause, to be willing to say, okay, God, I'm going to hit pause on what I want because right now I thought I wanted to listen to this podcast episode. But I'm so glad that he said, stop, listen to your daughter. Because in that moment, in that moment, he gave me what I have been needing. He knows the desire of our heart. He knows even more than we do because there are times where we cry or we are frustrated or we are angry or we are anxious and we don't even understand why. Nothing has technically happened, but this is how we're feeling. You know what? God knows. The Bible talks about God putting all of our tears in a bottle in heaven. Not a single tear is wasted. He collects them. He understands them. And so I wanted to just encourage you today to evaluate your life. Okay. Evaluate your life and say, God, is there anything that I need to click pause on that I need to step back from my wants in order to embrace my needs according to your best? Am I settling for okay or good enough and missing out on your best for me? And you know what? He is faithful. He will do it. He will show you. But here's something else to keep in mind as we close with this, that I could have continued to shoo her away. I could have continued to dismiss my daughter. I could have continued to tune her out and listen to my podcast episode. And you know what? I would have been tremendously blessed by the episode. I was. I just took a lot longer to get through than I originally intended. But it's the choices that we make that can end up completely changing 
the trajectory that we end up going. It was through me choosing to say, okay, God, I hear you, and then I'm going to obey you, that resulted in me getting to be blessed by my daughter the way that I was today. And so, friend, you have to know that faith without works is dead. We have to be more than hearers of the word. We have to be doers. We, we can't let it just go in and be words that we hear and we listen to. We have to be willing to apply, to have that application, to walk in faithful obedience, even when, and especially when, it's contrary to our wants in the moment. Because don't ever think that God is going to lead you astray. Don't ever think that he's going to lead you down a path contrary to where you should be. The Bible talks about God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So you can trust where he leads you, even if the steps that he is directing seem contrary to that plan that you are trying to walk in. The Lord is establishing your steps. And I assure you that he will lead you exactly where you are supposed to be. And hitting pause on your wants in the moment is always worth it in the end because then you get God's best. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.